Hi, it's Wes Johnson and John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. Let me tell you. Can I, can I tell you about the panic that I had for just a minute? Yeah, please do. So you, Mr. Rambo, first off, you're a, a wonderfully kind person who has been my um, my mentor of sorts when it comes to the digital arts. When I have questions on how to do things, you're the one that normally helps me. You and Google, you, you guys are like a, a tag team like uh, of just epic proportions. Um, I've been... Uh, uh, as I'm sure you've seen, ladies and gentlemen, um, I have been making T-shirts galore for our website, but I've also been doing all the designs for my National Football League uh, articles, like all the team designs and such. And the website, it's it's basically like an internet-based um, application for photo editing. It's it's called iPicky, um, which they have a new platform, by the way. So just, just so you know, like great company, the people are super responsive. Like if you ever have questions or anything like that and they do good stuff. However, it is meant to be a quick fix. It is meant to be a, um, you don't feel like downloading Photoshop or anything like that on your computer. Maybe you're at work and you just need to make a quick photo edit, that sort of thing. And I have leaned into this and relied on it as the means of all imagery for, GGR and any other projects that I work on for the past six years. Um, the problem is, is it's flash based. Um, for anybody in the in the know, when it comes to things internet, um, Adobe Flash just got shut down in 2020. Um, this December 2020 was was the end of life expectancy for it, and they gave people until January 12th of 2021 to get all their stuff together. Now, why'd they end it? it? It's a long story, but basically, like, there's other programs that work just as well that do the exact same things, um, and uh, Flash was no longer secure. So they didn't want that to be an issue, a bug where that could cause problems for websites. Well, iPicky ran on Flash and it basically ended um, January 12th, 2021. They're updating it to HTML5, but it's taking a long process to get all of the stuff back. Well, because of that, um, and because of recommendations from you, Mr. Rambo, I started using a free program, which I cannot say with a straight face ever, um, but it's it's called GIMP, and it just makes me laugh because it makes me think of that scene from Pulp Fiction, which is horribly inappropriate. <laughs> but it is a powerful program, and it can do everything that I was doing before, only much better. And I have been struggling with it because it's – imagine if you learned how to cook, but you weren't taught formally – and you just like kind of free formed and, and somebody was giving you different terms on how to do it. They, the person who was showing you how to do it didn't actually know how to cook either. They were just like, oh, take the thing and mix it with the thing and then do this. And like, that's and how you And you had learn. like a saucepan, a frying pan and a hot plate. Yeah. Like an, enough to get you by. Yeah. But not really enough to, you know, you know, once you start to really learn what you're doing. Yeah. To really sustain that. Yeah. And you realize that when you get to a program like GIMP because it can do so much more than iPicky ever could. But not only that too, like little things that I'm noticing, I'm noticing that all the lines are cleaner 
that like all of the images like are are cleaner when you do them at full like capacity as far as like pixels and things like that like everything is when you zoom in on it it's not as like jagged on the edges i know that's not the correct terminology because that's the other thing too i didn't learn any of the correct terminology because i picky dumbs it down for you so i'm i'm learning all the correct terminology now for these things that i was doing and like i'm just i'm blown away at one once you figure out how to do it how easy it is but two like how much more robust it is and like i was legit worried because in pandemic these creating of logos and t-shirts and fucking around with with foods and football teams and cities and all sorts of other shit like that has been keeping me sane and like as soon as i picky crashed i was like what am i gonna do i can't do half the stuff i was doing before and i'm like mildly panicking not like full scale like losing my mind but i'm like oh fuck i can't do any more football articles it's done it that's it i'm just gonna shutter ggr just fuck it the whole thing is done i can't do this anymore but like the excitement level that i've had because i've been sharing it with you via instant messenger so this is more for the listener than it is for you but like i have been getting so excited because i have been pulling off some amazing imagery like things that i didn't think i could get correct like that i'm finally getting right that like look exactly the way i envisioned them but because i picky was limited i could only get it to look sort of kind of close now it's like oh no fuck that it's exactly what i envisioned and it's just it's so exciting and like so relieving because I was legit worried that I was going to fuck this up and that I wasn't going to be able to do this anymore. And it was basically going to be like all of our imagery was going to be done like in Microsoft Paint, like, you know, like hand drawn like shit. And it was going to be like, look, here's our new logo for this team in Kansas City. It looks like it was drawn by a seven year old because, well, I suck at drawing. Dude, there's <laughs> already been such a substantial bump in the quality of what you're putting out, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Like, it's no, it, it, yeah. Like you said, it's cleaner. It's yeah. it's more effectively managed and designed. Yeah, it, it yeah. It, it's you you outgrew that software a long time ago. Um, but that initial hump of learning like how to manage new software and how to how to you know, I want to be able to do the thing that I've been able to do with you know minimal problems for months or years now with this software and how do I do that? And sometimes it's a matter of just like, well, literally just, you have to figure out the hotkeys. You have to figure out um, what the process is. And like you said, iPicky is going through and it's, it's simplifying things and, and, you know, really trying to make it as user-friendly as possible for people who don't do design work. And that's good on one hand, but on the other, if you're, if you know, if you've advanced to a point where you're actually able to do things the software is not set up to do, you kind of end up having all these little workarounds, as opposed to, uh, um, I mean, to, to use the, the the analogy you mentioned before, um, yeah, you, you've been cooking on a very rudimentary uh, uh, cooktop and. Gimp kind of opens the door to a full kitchen. Yeah, and it's like overwhelming at first too. Because oh, absolutely. Like, you see these like six gas burners and this like there's like four ovens and like there's a fucking sous vide. You're like, what the fuck am I gonna do with that? Like it's <laughs> it's shit like that. But it's like once you get it, man, it's it's pretty fucking dope. And like I'm actually gonna send you one of the images that I just finished like just now. Um, 
that like yeah we're gonna talk about a visual thing on a podcast just, just fucking deal with it for a second because i'm talking to my butt uh the image i'm sending yeah. you right now is a is an image that i had done on ipicky before but this is the one that i just created in gimp the one in ipicky in order to do this what it is folks because again part of being a good podcaster is being able to use your words to describe shit i took the outline the silhouette of the, the district of columbia right and what I did was is I wanted it to make it look like it had the stripes that the uh, Washington family crest has, which the Washington family crest is a white flag with re two red stripes and then it has three red stars, right? What I did was I used the Washington football team's colors though. I used the burgundy and gold. So instead of red stripes through the silhouette of the District of Columbia, I used gold stripes. And then I made the actual like district itself. That's like that burgundy color. And then what I did was using the right terminology here, I used a stroke to give it a gold outline all the way around and then did a second stroke of white over top of it after merging all the layers. So look at that. Not only did I do this thing, I just described it properly as well. And if you compare that to some of the ones that I had done before, it's so much cleaner. It's so much more like, because before you had to like trace it by hand in order to do like an outline around something. And like now I can just be like, hey, just do an outline around this thing, like with, with this other color. And it's just like, cool, done. And you're just like, that was fucking easy. This took me like 10 seconds to do. That used to take me like an hour. Like it's, I'm going to have so much time for, for extra things now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's something you, you think like, ah, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. And you don't realize to the, to what degree. Yeah. You know, there, there's a fucking myth, and and it's perpetuated mostly by artists. Yeah. And it it really chaps my ass, um, because it it it's just dishonest. Like on yeah. on the one hand, yes, technically this is true, but on the other hand, bullshit. And the myth is, it doesn't matter what tools you have, an artist makes art. Suck my dick. That is such bullshit. <laughs> That is such fucking nonsense. Like, yes, if if you know, you only had like clay and a and a fucking cave wall, you could still make art. But guess what? People learn the tools that they have. People. I remember a a seeing a professional painter um, who's been working for like forty some odd years in the industry, uh, in the comics industry, talking about how. He just found out that this one particular kind of paint that he's been using for years and years and years has been discontinued, and he's pissed. And now he is scrambling to buy as much of it as he possibly can before it's all gone. And that was, like, honestly, that was, like, one of the last straws for me. Because I, I've been seeing this shit for years, and it's, it's, it's a knee-jerk response that so many artists have. Um... Where where people and, and now don't get me wrong, the flip side of that is also just because you have professional grade quality uh, in terms of your your media does not mean that you're going to be putting out professional grade work if you don't have the skill to back it up. Um, but, you know, there is a happy medium somewhere in there because the, the, the question that you see a lot from fans of um, of different artists and 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 aspiring artists themselves, is they'll see what somebody has made, and their go-to is, 
oh, what brushes were you using? Uh, what kind of ink is that? You know, oh, you know, do you, do you use a whiteout pen? Do you use uh, um, white paint? Is this gouache? Is this acrylic? And a lot of artists knee jerk is just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you use. But if you went to their studios and you took all of their, you know, $500 colored pencils and replaced them with Crayolas, they'd be pissed. Um, <laughs> because yeah. you learn to use the media that you use. And sometimes, like in this situation, that media can limit you. And you don't even realize that it is until you're able to break free of it. At which point you're like, oh shit, I've been... I've been spending all this extra time, you know, going around my ass to my elbow instead of just reaching across my belly. Um, this is so much easier now, and it's the exact same process, only it gives a better result. Um, you get extra points for using the ass to your elbow thing. That's like <laughs> one of my favorite euphemisms of all time. Uh, it's, I mean, it's classic. <laughs> it's, a, um, it's, it's gold, Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's... It is a big deal that, you know, um, that you can break out of this and, and try new stuff and, and, and use more advanced software. Uh, I'm really proud of you, man. That's, that's awesome. Thanks, um, but yeah, I, 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 uh, the, the, so the podcast that I've been talking about doing for so long yeah. is about this exact thing. Like, is it really? It's, it's, it's number two question of two questions, which is not just what do you make, but how do you make it? Because everybody has specific stuff that they love. It doesn't mean they're not willing to try other things, but yeah. you learn, like, you know, like with with uh, um, with paints and things. Certain paints are gonna are gonna, you know, you'll know their drying times, or you'll know like how you can mix certain things. Like, I mean, shit, oils and acrylics. Those are completely different things. There are people who paint with oils who use like big chunky globby paint. And it takes years for that paint to dry because it's what? so thick. Yeah, it, it is. takes years to dry. Some, it depends. It really depends. Like if, if you use if you use oils and you just do really thin layers, it can take anywhere from days to weeks. But if you do big, thick, chunky strokes, like if you're painting with a palette knife where you're basically just layering up textures, it can take a long fucking time. That's like crazy, years dude. is I only never a knew that. slight exaggeration. Um, because it, it, it literally, it's oil based. And so it, it, you know, that evaporating takes way longer. Um, and it might be like dry on the surface, but if you put any pressure on it, it's going to collapse because it's still liquid underneath. Um, whereas acrylics, like acrylics take minutes depending on how thick it is. I mean, shit, like, uh, um, Addy Granov, who is, uh, um, an illustrator and a painter uh, who's been working for for you know various uh, you know uh, comic publishers for years. He's the guy who basically took Iron Man's armor and was like, "What if it was a more practical armor design?" And so okay. like, the Iron Man armors in the movies, he put he did the first designs for those. Oh, nice. Um, okay. He uses acrylics, um, but he thins them out really. Uh, um, uh, he gets really thin with water, uh, and he kind of uses them like like washes, because um, it's a thing that he learned to do, and it's something he's really comfortable with. Um, but yeah, if if you gave him shitty little paint by number 
uh, you know, like the the little plastic rectangle of uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, of little squares of paint. Could he make art with it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, he could. Would it be his preferred medium? No. It's no one's <laughs> preferred medium, unless they're an no. asshole. <laughs> but yeah, man, that shit. Uh, yeah. That shit gets on my last fucking nerve. This idea, like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, art comes to art comes from your heart, so it doesn't matter what you use. Kiss my I, ass. I can't picture anybody saying that unless they're wearing like a beret and like a scarf and like <laughs> like horn rim glasses. Like and like when you ask them, they like toss the scarf over their shoulder as they talk about it. Like, oh, if you don't have an artist's heart and soul, then just oh fuck <laughs> off. It just like, I, I only work with the media in front of me, so wherever I am, when the muses strike, that's what I make. You know, media, right. you can have a dick. Eat a dick. Like, seriously. Right. Fuck like, off. It's, just... It's, just, it's such nonsense. <laughs> it is. And it, it's it's a combination of a couple things. One, it's pretension yeah. for a lot of people. But two, it's also like, I don't feel like... I'm tired of this, com- this question, and I'm tired of answering this question, so I'm going to tell you it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I use. Um, and I think a lot of people see it as kind of insulting, implying that if if I, you know, if if me me an amateur gets the the same equipment that you, a professional, have, then we'll be on the same level. The only thing holding me back is what I'm using. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's see, I was going to say that there is a there is a caveat to that too, because like, yeah, um, look at we'll we'll use a perfect example here. Um, we'll use Star Wars because fuck everybody likes Star Wars. Um, in Force Awakens, when Finn fights Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren had just gotten shot in the chest. Okay, so he's already fucked up, right? But Finn's not a Jedi, has no training with a lightsaber, and he takes on Kylo Ren. And what happens? Kylo owns his shit and like slices mm-hmm. him up the back because yes, they have the same tools. But somebody is well-trained and has the force, you know, like this thing that you kind of need to be a Jedi. So, like, it's – it makes sense from that standpoint. It's – I, I see both sides of it, but yeah, I definitely like, I, I can't, I can't stand that either. Like it, it's, it's something that like, I've heard people say when you're like, man, I'm having a really, really hard time writing, um, which I run into from time to time. And somebody would be like, you just need to write, just write. Oh, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Like, it, like, like I just forgot, like I forgot how to type my, use my fingers and type. Like it's never that easy. And like the only people that say that a oh, writer's right are dicks. And like, because they don't understand, it's not even that they don't understand, it's they take themselves too seriously. And ultimately, that's what it boils down to, is whether it's artist, whether it's writer, whether it's a musician, like, if somebody's like, hey, what kind of guitar do you use, um, music guy? Like, well, I don't know, Dave Grohl, like, but Dave Grohl is like the nicest person on the face of the planet, he would never do this. So it'd have to be like, I don't know, who's a dick in music? Um <laughs> I don't know, Dave Mustaine. Yeah, we'll, we'll just use Dave Mustaine. He's probably a sweetheart, but still. We'll just pretend for <laughs> oh, a moment buddy. that he's a douche. Uh, <laughs> man, you need to do a little bit of research. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I'm being facetious here. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, fair enough. All right. <laughs> Dave Mustaine, piece of shit. Okay, so what? if you go to him and you say to him, like, hey, what kind of guitar do you use? And he's like, oh, well... You just have to have an artist's soul. And it's just like, I, that's great. Cool. What kind of fucking guitar do you have? I think it looks cool. I would like to have one. Like, it, it's just, it's the only people that do that are people that, like, honestly, it's a it's a confidence thing. Because you've put too much, 
value in this thing that you do. And you think that just because you've had moderate success with it, that you're somehow better than other people who maybe you're struggling with it or it's you, we GGR, a standpoint of GGR is building other people up, right? Like not gatekeeping. And that is a fucking gatekeeper move, man, is like trying to add like some sort of like magic or mysticism to, to, to a fucking like skill, art, music, writing, all of these things are skills and you don't just, you aren't born with skills. You're, you're born with maybe a creativity or seeing things a different way, but like it comes with experience and it comes with practice. And like, I just, I, I hate gatekeeping in general. And like, now that we're getting into it, man, like it just, it reminds me of how frustrating it is when you're trying to do something and people are almost afraid to tell you like, Oh, this is how you do this thing. Because like, like, again, like it's some like deep, dark secret. Like if you find it, find out like government men are going to show up at your house. If you learn how to properly scale things and I in uh, like Photoshop or in GIMP, like all of a sudden, you know, there's going to be like a man in a black suit showing up at my house. Like, fuck, man, it's not that serious. Yeah. And it's here's the thing. All the things we've talked about, it's not any one thing. It's not. And, you know, it's and it's not even necessarily all of those things, but there is something to be said for, um, you know, do you want more people to be able to make art or do you want to be the sole arbiter of of uh, of visual information? Do you want to be the only one who can do this? Uh, and. That's just sad. Like, if you're not willing to, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody, every professional artist needs to, to, you know, set aside an hour a day and teach somebody what how to do what they do. But, you know, there's a difference between, uh, you know, setting up a, a a free class and being willing to to have. 10 seconds worth of a conversation, you know, in like a, a, an IG comment where you're just like, Oh yeah, you know, I use like, you know, paper castell colored pencils and I use, um, this, you know, these, these particular Windsor Newton brushes. Um, like if, if I, you can't, unless you physically modify the, the actual tool itself. If I gave you one of those little watercolor sets, um, one of those sh- the, the shitty ones we were talking about earlier. Yeah. The brush that comes with that flares out into a V shape, which is the exact opposite shape you would want it to be. So unless you you're able yeah. to physically modify that brush, which you can, a lot of people will take razor blades to them uh, or, or t- to professional grade brushes because they want a really super fine point. Um, you're not going to be able to get the same result unless you work extra fucking hard to pull it off and that's just extra energy expended that isn't necessary um and and it's 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 a big part also of why i think a lot of people who start traditional in their in their media and then move to digital get really frustrated is there's that learning curve again it's not just learning a new medium um because there's there's some software like um uh, Corel Paint. Corel Paint digitally acts and reacts like like real physical media. So like you can set br- you, like you know when you pick you know different brush tile brush types 
uh, like acrylic or watercolor or oil, whatever, it reacts the same way that physical stuff does. I mean, obviously not exactly the same, but fairly damn close. Um, Crazy to think. I've, I've, I've seen people do it and it blows my mind. It's fucking wild, man. Like you can, you mix your colors and shit. It's fucking crazy. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and, and that learning curve can be pretty steep. Um, and so you get this, you know, you get some perpetuation of like, oh, well, it's just, it's, it's not worth doing, uh, or, or, oh, it's just a shortcut. Um, and you, you get all these people kind of, kind of damning this thing that they're just scared to, to really sit down and tackle. Um, which, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, learn your fucking hockeys, Mike, learn them. They're so important yeah. because the, the, it's the difference between to, to maintain the cooking analogy, um, between being able to reach out and grab a ladle when you need it versus having to go across the room, pick it up off the wall and then come back to the stove. And then the second you're done with it, it's already back on the wall. Yeah. Like having to dig through menus to figure shit out just eats up time and energy. Uh, and you're, you're, you're limited by the, the, by your speed, you're limited by your, your, there's only so many fucking spoons, man. Like you only have so many fucks you can give in terms of what you're working on. Yeah. Um, before you're just like, I, I'm done with this. I will say this, that, that is the, that's what's holding me back speed wise on this right now is that I don't know all the hotkeys. So right now, a lot of it is going into the file menu itself. And yeah. clicking on the thing because I know exactly what it's called. I just haven't learned all of that yet. And I'll get there. I mean, this is still like I'm just excited that I can walk, you know, like sure. I'll, I'll, I'll run in a, in, a, in a few weeks here. You know, like are you I can't remember, are you on Mac or PC? I'm I'm Mac. All right. And I have those. And, and hey, also a big shout out to you, man. This this fucking guy. If you ever question the kindness and just general good that is james rambo this dude knew that i was trying to learn ipicky and what does he do he sends me like a free subscription to a um like a set of tutorials and classes it was like you didn't have to do that man like and i and i really appreciate that it just shows that you you care about my well-being and my growth as a burgeoning uh digital artist so i appreciate that Absolutely, man. I'm happy to help. It's, it, you know, it, it was, it was less than 20 bucks. And like, like we talked about earlier, it's the kind of thing that you would want to have, but you wouldn't necessarily spend the money on. It's like a toolbox when you're, yeah. when you first move out on your own, you don't think that you need it, but then like your dad buys it for you and you're just like, thanks old man. Never would have thought like, to buy this. Fuck, this is so much easier now. Yeah, um, exactly. I sent you a link to, uh, it's 90 shortcuts for GIMP. Um, <laughs> my recommendation is grow the fuck up. No, um, <laughs> is, um, one of the things that I would, that, that they would, uh, uh, have everybody do at custom Inc. When I was working there is they would actually have a little physical printout of your most commonly used hot, uh, hotkeys. Oh yeah. And you'd have it on your desk. And so when you're first learning stuff, it's funny, you, 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 you kind of end up having to, to go a little slower initially because the best way to learn it is instead of doing the thing that you know you, you know will work, 
and, and, and like go and digging through the menu really quickly. Um, it's stop, look at the hotkey. What are you trying to do? Physically do that action. And then it happens. Cool. And you keep doing that, and, and it does become a muscle memory thing where you're just like, oh, I need to do this thing. But to the point where you would see people, you, you'd see people ask like their supervisors how you would how you do X, Y, or Z, like how you use a certain shortcut, and you'd see them kind of like look up and to the right and physically move their hand because in because they're trying to like reactivate the memory <laughs> with the actual physical motion. Yeah. Um, but you know, stopping and and making note of okay, I need to do this thing now. I need to do okay, uh, you know, shift command R. Cool. All right, I did the thing. Cool, and it, it'll. You, you do start developing that skill pretty quickly. Um, and it's not dissimilar from from what I would say to everybody uh, when I was when I was one of the managers over at the Angelica. It's slow. What is it? Uh, uh, slow is careful and careful is fast. Um, take the time to do it right the first time as opposed to rushing through it where you might cause more problems for yourself by making mistakes. If you if you you know, work at a moderate pace, but if you do it carefully and and do it right the first time, you don't have to go back and fix it later on. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like, better to be careful. I'd, I'd rather get it right than be fast. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the more you get it right, the faster you'll get. Yeah. And it, you know, you you start shaving off like you know, uh, uh, seconds here and there, and eventually you get, you shaved off a couple of minutes. Um, and eventually that turns into, you know, two minutes to five minutes to 10 minutes. And you'll see that you're able to like, dude, watching people work, um, when I was at custom Inc., like particularly people in the, the production, uh, uh, production art department, it was just a flurry of hands on, on keyboards. Um, and to, to a point where people were only like limited by the physical technology they had with them. Um, yeah. And it was just fucking wild, and, it, and it's just repetition. It's just practice and repetition, um, because once you, that that's so much part of the the part of the process is being able to get over the hump of okay, I'm trying to do all these things, but I'm not doing it with a pencil. I'm doing it with a mouse, and I'm doing it with uh, um, you know o opening up the software in places to access different points here and there. Um, that is a huge part of the process. Uh, and it, it, it can be a big uh, impediment for a lot of folks, which is a bummer. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And and if you've if you've got the desire to to do it, you know, might as well do it right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So what I wanted to do, this is um, our cold open for this evening, folks. It's just me and MC, or me and MC, sorry. <laughs> it's just me and James Rambo tonight. MC is off. We gave him a week off. You know, why not? Everybody deserves some vacation time. And, you know, it's the holidays. It's cold. It's nasty. It's gross. You know, sometimes you just need a little extra time under the blankets, playing video games, that sort of stuff. So it's just going to be me and Rambo this evening. We're really not going to go in depth as far as like, hey, let me give you some hot takes on... Forky from Toy Story 4 or any of that <laughs> shit. No, it's it, it's going to be pretty freeform. Honestly, we're just going to be talking about the shit that we do that has been keeping us sane during pandemic because it's important. It's really important. Mental health is super, 
super important. And that's something that we want to reiterate too, is that this is an important thing to do. Sometimes you don't have to have a real structure to things. Sometimes you just need to talk to your friends. And that's what this is going to be about. And that's why we love doing these at the diner episodes, because it's an extension of that. We're digitally having a conversation. Him and I are just imagine us. We're, I'm eating a plate of French fries. Rambo, I'm assuming, has either soup or chili, something like that. I feel like that's where you're at today. Like in a super chilly mood. Is that a pretty good? See that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See. Hey, see that. I also uh, uh, on the weekends uh, do some psychic work. Just so you guys know, Um, it's not expensive. So just reach out and let me know, and I might be able to uh, solve some crimes for you. But we're going to be talking about the things that we are doing to kind of keep ourselves sane in uh, in this crazy pandemic. You heard about my art projects. Well, we'll talk about some more here when you guys tune into the next episode of At The Diner uh, with myself, uh, with James Rambo. So make sure you follow us on whatever streaming service that you do. Check out the next episode. Uh, we'll be there waiting for you. So for Mr. Rambo, my name is Mike Lunsford. Thanks again for listening to all the things that we do here at the Great Geek Refuge. Thanks for checking out the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. We'll see you in the next episode. And remember, together there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. Pirate Radio Network production juice bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.